In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joman. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 289 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... Keep my name out your <laughs> fucking mouth! It, what? Bro, I didn't Keep say that! my name out your fucking mouth! Alright, I will! You already know <laughs> that this is Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Hey buddy, woo! Oscars, who knew? Wow, dude! <laughs> wild dude killed me <laughs> and i came down with the slap <laughs> wild dude i was just like wow dude. he got slapped bro wild dude oh what a show who knew everyone be talking about the oscars we didn't the first we, time in my in my life <laughs> we never bring up the oscars i bring it up maybe once to be like oh yeah i saw the movie that one well, it's I'm okay you, you bring it up because you're a different level of movie viewer than and i am and there's a certain amount of people who listen to this show that are also into it as much as you are but i mean i am most certainly never interested in the oscars yeah especially this year like i, I watched the oscars i don't even know why i watched the oscars this year because I didn't. I watched two movies that were nominated. Like I really didn't. This year was not. I didn't care. I was not in the mood for these type of movies. I was just not having it. I was like, I don't want this sappy stuff. I don't want that. So I didn't see none of these movies. But for some reason, I said, Yeah, hey, I watch the Oscars. Why not? Who cares? Oh, boy, I'm glad I did. <laughs> Yo, let me tell. You, I don't even know what won Best Picture. I have no idea. But I Coda. Know. That's Coda. the. It's, that, uh, wait, you the mean death. like co- Cobra? It's C O D A. What is and that? it's it's about uh deaf people. It's a it's a deaf people movie. The so best the... act the best actor winner was a deaf person. He won best actor. So did did he know that he won? Like yes, because everyone was cheering and clapping in his face. So oh, okay. sure he knew. <laughs> and then uh, they had interpreters and everyone was doing the jazz hands, which is you know like yeah yeah, yeah. spirit spirit fingers spirit fingers, but that means like. <laughs> You know, congrats oh, like, or something. Oh, okay. Something like that. So it was nice. This his speech was great. There was a lot of good in this show. And obviously it's overshadowed by Will Smith, but this guy's speech, if if anyone looks it out, the best actor speech, it was wonderful. It was it was an all time of speech. Like they're gonna play those highlights from years to come on Oscars. Oh no, they won't. <laughs> we ain't gonna see this again. <laughs> Will the Oscars ever show that right, they're never gonna show that slap, right? That's not gonna well, be something they here's celebrate the thing. at and all. And now you know the world I come from. Oh, this baby. Was a, it's a shoot. It's this a is a hundred percent of work. Oh, it's a work now. <laughs> because if that's a shoot, Will Smith should be put in prison for being a pussy and having the weakest ass fucking my man couldn't even make little ass Chris Rock sell for it. 
Well, he slapped him because a slap is different than a punch. I believe like a well, punch a slap is like is disrespectful. <laughs> it's also like in a, in a court of law, like one's like a misdemeanor. Let me tell you something. Like a Will Smith thing. don't fucking know this as he's after he been fucking emasculated by his wife. Will Smith is from two- the streets. He's from the streets, baby. West Philly. West Philly, born and raised. <laughs> And now, now that he got in one little fight, his mom's about to get scared and send him to, with his auntie and uncle. Did you see? He apologized. It was a very nice apology, I thought. Oh. You know? <laughs> What's he apologizing for? Sticking to the script? <laughs> oh, Chris Rock will not be pressing charges. That's convenient. Because it was a ball. fucking work. So what? What? What is the benefit of it being a work? I've seen some people say this. That it's, the benefit it's is that shoot. this is the first time in my 40 years of life, that people are talking about the Oscars. But see, Will, the Oscars, I get that. I understand it. But this was Will Smith's Oscars regardless. Like, this was his night. Like, this has been building for weeks. He was going to win his first Oscar. It was a big deal. We're supposed to celebrate that. Instead, we're talking about a slap. Because this is a, he's winning for a movie no one gives a shit about. Well, like, that's usually, but that's what happens. Everyone gets an Oscar a little later. This, than this they isn't should've. like it's Bagger Vance Part Two, where the the, the world would have come unglued. You know, it's not ID Forty Three, where the world would have come unglued. This is fucking King. The the story of the Williams sisters' father, which apparently has been retconned. Now, I I don't. I, I cannot believe because all I used to hear was how this guy was a real piece of shit. I haven't seen the movie because I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna watch that movie, but you know it doesn't sound like he's a real piece of shit in that movie. So. It it sounds like they fucking turned him into this this modern day father of the year hero. Yes, it does. It definitely does. <laughs> Which uh, not not what you heard back in the day. Uh, no, to I'll me say. he I I and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering stuff, or because I like. Don't get me wrong. I very much appreciate how talented the Williams sisters are. Yeah, but you know, Serena is an all time great athlete, male or female, just an all timer. But I was always under the impression that he was like any other stage dad, the domineering, oh, you know, you work till you're fucking bleeding out. Overbearing, yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah, no, that's, that's always what I heard. But uh, maybe not. Maybe we heard wrong, bro. Maybe it's the propaganda machine. I can't wait till someone makes a movie about me and they fucking like, like, like I stopped Galactus from ingesting the planet. Because I will make sure that story is told, baby. Don't worry. That should be that's a Maury Cowboy Part Two Electric Boogaloo. You know, uh, Chris Rock is on tour and uh, his tickets have increased in sale in the oh, past yeah. twenty four hours. <laughs> Will Smith must have a new project coming out as well because that's about to, oh, we got to go see this guy now. (laughs) Like, here's the thing. If you think of this, now I understand Will Smith is probably getting this more as like a lifetime achievement award than probably anything. I'm I'm sure his performance is good. Will Smith, it's not like he's a terrible actor or anything. I don't don't want to make it it sound like I'm doing that. But the, the fact of the matter is like, this is like putting the heavyweight belt on Jake the Snake Roberts or Roddy Piper. Like, these guys don't need it. It's not like Will Smith movies are going to go up in box office now that he has a fucking Oscar next to his name. But maybe it means something to him. He's, you know. Oh, I'm sure it does. So, you know, that's nice for him to celebrate him. We all love Will Smith. I mean, well, maybe not, not recently. <laughs> you know, I mean, when's the last Will Smith movie we liked is probably, oof, you know. Oh, jeez. Uh, 
We'll pull up the let's pull up that you know IMDb, what? bro. I, I was gonna say, why don't we hit the IMDb game music? Ooh, it's been a while. Yes, it has. IMDb for Will Smith has gotta be it's gotta be something. Gomez, are you ready? Sure, I've no because business. for the two of us in attendance and the dozen listening at home. I am your host, Joe, from the Car Gomez Podcast. And Gomez, we are about to play the IMDb game. Woo, I'm excited. So, Gomez, on the subject of Will Smith, what are his top four credits according to IMDb? Let me ask off the first bat. Are any of them like producer credits? Like, are they Uh, like stupid things? So, one of them is a producer credit, but he okay. was the star of it. Okay, so, okay. All right, because I just, sometimes these fucking things, I just make no sense. All right, so let's see. I think three out of the four are automatics. I think the fourth one is very questionable. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say, is there a, a, a Men in Black movie yes. on there? Uh, number one or two? N- number, number one. Okay. All right, so then is uh, Independence Day on there? Yes. Okay, interesting. So then usually he's got the two heavy hitters there. Is Bad Boys on there? No. Okay, so they didn't go Bad Boys. Let's see. I'm trying to think here. Will Smith, what are we doing here? I You say the last one's questionable, I guess we're thinking too. Because Will Smith, he's got some questionable things. I mean, right now you're missing the biggest layup. What's the biggest layup for Will Smith? Is it Fresh Prince? Yes. Okay, Fresh Prince is on there. Okay. So you've got Fresh Prince, Men in Black, Independence Day. This one, listen, I understand it was a big deal, but like for it to be in his top four, very questionable. Is it like After Earth? No. Okay, no. Is I Am Legend? That's it. Okay. People love I Am Legend, bro. Like that's a big move. That's probably the last Will Smith movie that's good, right? You know what people love is the legend of Bagger Vance. They put the wrong legend movie. (laughs) That's that's what must have happened. I think IMDb got the the legends confused. Let's look at this list here. Now. I'm looking at his. I I would think probably the last or most recent like Will Smith movie that I've given a fuck about is probably Aladdin. Oh, and also Bad Boys Three came out right before the pandemic. Oh yeah, Bad Boys for Life. That's right, and that's, he's got that's the good. animated one, Spies in Disguise. I didn't no, see that. We didn't see that one. Uh, remember the Netflix movie Bright. That was supposed to be a big deal. It was fucking yeah. terrible. And Gemini Man, when he played like he fought himself, it was okay. Yeah, I didn't see it. It was all Suicide right. Squad was not good. No, it was not good. A concussion. Let's let's talk about concussion. 2015, this movie comes out, supposedly gonna it expose the, world. the NFL and all this stuff. And he was miffed. He didn't get nominated. He not he's miffed he didn't win, let alone get nominated for this fucking movie. I thought the movie was shit. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the movie, to be honest. I watched it because I used to work um, for a doctor's office where one of our doctors was a rheumatologist who, for some reason, got put in place. He got put in place as the head of the NFL's committee on concussions. Wow. (laughs) But the guy was a doctor for knees and joints. And somehow, and that's why the concussion committee was such a fucking scam for a while. Um, they used to call him Dr. Yes. 
because the team would go to <laughs> because the team would go to him if like when Wayne Corbett was getting jacked up on the Jets every week because he was five foot nothing. Yes, he was, baby. They would go to him and go, Can he go back in the game? Can he play? And the doctor would always say, Yes. Wow. It was not like an independent thing. He was a team doctor who was somehow put in place of this committee. Was his listen, I'm not saying he knew nothing about head injuries or concussions. But the fact of the matter was, he was a rheumatologist. He was not a, a, a yes. neurologist. Yes. People, doctors have specialties for a reason. This is what they do. That's funny. <laughs> Doctor, yes. But as far as, as the movie, like he was, I, I guess like he thought that was like his, his Oscar script, you know? Like, yes, I remember that was a big deal. Like it was all like heavy, like, oh man, this is going to change football, bro. This is going to be it. And, <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, what happens, we've learned with the NFL that you can't do anything negative about the NFL because they will make sure it is squashed. Remember playmakers on ESPN? Yeah, baby. Playmakers was a very good show. And I thought it offered a a semi-realistic take of what life in an NFL locker room is like. And as as soon as the NFL had one look at that, they told ESPN, get this the fuck off your network now. (laughs) Well, that's the problem with like uh, people have with ESPN because there's no credibility. You get your all your money None. from the NFL. Yeah. So if something happens negative towards the NFL, how are you gonna properly cover this? And it's the same thing you see with Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter will never yes. write anything negative. Buster Only covering baseball. Buster Only is a fucking hack. <laughs> Buster Only is everything is pro owner. Everything is pro uh, the league. Anytime it's he's always trying to paint the players as the greedy ones. It's just it's fucking horrible. And I used to listen to his podcast. He is the uh, the Baseball Tonight podcast, which was a daily podcast during the season. And I used to enjoy it because he would get good guests. But he just became so fucking insufferable. Especially say, I used to like that, yeah. Especially um, during like the COVID time where they were going to shorten the season and they couldn't come to an agreement and it was becoming this thing and he's like all the players just need to shut up and make sure this gets done him and Matt Vaskurgeon another fucking anti-labor fucking piece of shit uh they were on what I was like I got to unsubscribe for this because this is just fucking awful the two of them fucking pieces of shit and to like and I've said this before I'll say it a thousand times in the next thousand episodes anybody out there who is pro corporation and anti-labor can go fuck themselves yeah i agree (laughs) don't tell me it's it's the onus is on the players to make sure the fucking game gets on you would think the owners want their business to be successful apparently not and we saw that in these past labor negotiations as well i mean and uh i've seen these reports that these uh what is it, like four teams that have spent like nothing this year on their team jock peterson who just signed the free agent contract (laughs) with the uh i believe he signed with the giants uh, he tweeted about how Max Scherzer is making more than like four teams or so. He's like, you're, he's like the you fans should be embarrassed of your teams or something like that. Yeah, fucking, but good, good. It's Get the that truth. fucking info out there. It's the truth. These owners buy these teams, and they have no intention of putting money into it. <laughs> no, is, even this is, this is what it is. You know, Oakland has been Oakland. Yeah, yeah Tampa that Bay was one of the teams. Yeah, Oakland definitely. They spent zero dollars. Tampa Bay, for as little money as they spend, somehow they're able to be Crazy. more than a competitive team every year. Yes, they, they get away with it. You know, so I guess I don't know if they escape blame, but they I do. mean, 
But the, the fact is, if you come to me, a Mets fan, and you say, listen, you're not going to have any top-tier guys anymore, and probably every player on your team is only going to be there for three years, and then they're going to get sold off the second they get expensive. But you're going to win 90 games every year and be in the hunt. I mean, I sign up for that in a heartbeat. And I don't know if that's because I've just been through it for so many years with the Mets that I just want to see them have a real chance to be a winner for like the first time in my life. Isn't that what the point, like the owner, like obviously winning the championship obviously is, is good, but you should just basically feel the team that's, that's in it every year. And maybe you get lucky and you can do that. You know what I mean? But you know what it is too, is when I lived in Tampa, one of the biggest complaints I would hear from people who were Rays fans, or at least interested enough to pay attention to the Rays. One of the biggest complaints was you can't even buy a jersey because as soon as you do, that player is going to be traded. I get it. It's annoying. And But honestly, I don't give a shit about that. Like, at some point, Jacob DeGrom's not going to be on the Mets, and okay, whatever. Like, well, you, feel, could, you yes. buy the best player on the team. Like, you buy LeBron James jersey. He's going to change teams. You I know agree. what I mean? It, 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 who was, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, like Pujols. Pujols was the fucking man. And guess what? They let him leave during free agency. That's true. I get it. I just think more people, uh, they don't spend money. You know, there's a lot well, of yes. cheap and I, people. I get so they're that. like, I bought one jersey. Look what happens. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I got my Evan Longoria jersey. And he got, well, okay. Like, it happens. Like That's why I buy shirts. It's a lot cheaper than the jerseys. But even, like, I've grown into the point where I, I used to collect the jerseys. Yes, it's fun. It was fun, but, like, I almost looked at it as a badge of honor if I had, like, some weird jersey for a guy that was on the team for, like, 15 minutes. Like, in my Mets collection, I have Lastings Millage. I have Love Doug it. Minkiewicz and Omir Santos and Fernando Tatis Sr., uh, if only we knew. Um, <laughs> crazy. But <laughs> Sean Green, Ike Davis, like. Love it. You know, like, if I wear one of these two, I, I wore a Jeff Francoeur one to a game not too long ago, and fucking people were like, holy shit, I didn't even, I forgot he even played there. Yeah, most people did, but 2012 was a crazy year. Anytime I wear my Todd Zeal jersey in the public, bro, people <laughs> yeah. love it. They when love I, it. <laughs> when I wear, like, my Greg Jeffries, uh, I have a Greg Jeffries shirt I had made and a jersey I had made. So whenever I wear one of those, people are like, holy shit. Well, now I'm showing my age, too, because it's a long time ago, but... But that's one of the biggest complaints I hear is like, oh, you can't even like, I, I don't know. I, I would think winning would cure all. Apparently it doesn't. They're like, oh, well, that's nice. But I want to have people to cheer for. Like when you're a sports fan, you know, and they say this all the time, you cheer for the laundry, right? If you're rooting for the team, it shouldn't matter. Yes. The team, if you're going to, if you're following a player, you follow a player. If you're following the team, what does it matter? Every like, year it could be a new team. Who cares, if, if, right? If, if, if it turns out this season, the Mets are so dominant on the, on the pitching side of it. And they trade Jacob Degrom for Mike Trout. Say, are you going to be upset? I'll be upset. I'll be like, oh man, I like Degrom. What are we yeah, doing? Exactly. But, but I'm if, not going to not me, share my. I'm going to go run get a Mike Trout jersey. If you're going to tell me that gives us a better chance of winning right now, then I'm for it. You know, like yes. I don't necessarily want to trade Jacob Degrom, but I would really like to win a championship while I'm still alive because I know what these motherfuckers are going to do is wait for me to die two days before the fucking World Series, and then they'll win, and Gomez got to come to my fucking plot in the cemetery and fucking lay down fucking T-shirts and banners and the fucking uh, facsimile autographed baseball. He's got to dig a little hole in the dirt. That way he can bury it. 
I'll play a little. I'll get a little recorder to play the game for you. You can listen. Yeah, nice. It'll be nice. It should be, be like the cool. Eternal Flame. It should have never-ending batteries. That way, it just plays on fucking loop. Uh, before we move on from baseball, I saw something. They're gonna move second base back a little. I just see? saw it. I haven't read anything about it. I've yeah. been uh, kind of tied up, so I have to check it out. I saw Jason Stark wrote an article I saw, on. The I was athletic. like, "What?" I was like, "Okay." I saw, I saw bigger bases. Now we're moving bases. Interesting. Yeah, I got. I gotta. I gotta get more educated on that before I'm really able to speak to it. But uh, and I, I, I found out there's a reason for it. <laughs> I know, and I found out some of these rule changes start next year. Like uh, yes. the DH is this year, but you could still shift this year, right? Yes, they're still working on that because it would need um, it needs more in depth discussion than the DH. You know what I mean? The DH. Oh, you guys want a DH? Yeah. Sure. Okay, done deal. But when it comes to stuff like the shift and um, probably this base thing, and you know, probably like, pitch are they clocks. Allowed, and... Are they allowed to shift a little? Like, is this the like? Is that what they're going to talk about? So there's like, you multiple. Can do this, but you can't do that. There's multiple different formats being thrown yeah. around. Okay. Um, the one I see most is you have to have two infielders on each side of second base and they must all be standing on the dirt um, at the time of the pitch. So you can't put a, a second baseman in short right field or something. Short right field. Okay. All right. Interesting. And pitch clock is next year too. Okay. All right. Uh, so welcome everyone. And thank you for listening to the car. Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this, share it with your friends, leave those five-star reviews wherever you can. Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. If you're on Podbean, remember to like these episodes. That would be much appreciated. Otherwise, we are happy to have you. we got some follow-up today. Doing a little baseball, little Oscars, as you can tell. Gomez, what else do we got today? We got anything fun? I don't know. Is there anything fun? fun? To- I mean, not really. I mean, everything sounds like fun when it's coming from us, right? <laughs> yeah, we're just two fun guys. Woo! <laughs> Let me see. What we got fun? I don't have much fun. I mean, I had a busy week. You have a busy week, right, Joe? We're too busy, oh, my guys. God. This so week. busy. So, so and like, I, I actually mean that. I actually was busy this week. I um, I think I spoke about this before. My parents are moving. They decided they want to go back to New York. I I call this the colossal mistake. But mm-hmm. um, my mom had never been to Disney World in her life ever. Sixty five years old. I said before you go. I'm going to take you to Disney World. And she was like, eh, I don't really know. I don't think I need to. But I was like, fuck it. I was like, this is the last chance you're probably going to have to go. You know, I don't. My mom's not exactly a big traveler, so I can't see her being excited to jump on a plane in the future. Yeah. So I I picked her up. They uh, closed down the house. My dad went up uh, early. Took my mom to Magic Kingdom for the first time. And in the days leading up to it, this woman was so fucking excited as she got <laughs> closer. It. And Gomez, let me tell you, now I know what it's like to have a child. Oh, Be- yeah? <laughs> because, <laughs> well, number one, my mom can't really do all the walking. So we got a wheelchair for her. And I have to wheel this person around. So it's like if you what you would have to do with a stroller. With, the, with a stroller, yeah. So that's number one. And then every <laughs> every couple of minutes, oh, I really want mouse ears. Buy me mouse ears. <laughs> Oh, I really want a churro. Can I get a snack? Can I get a drink? Oh, can we go back to the store? I want a sweater. Can we go? Oh, can we get ice cream? And I was like, 
holy shit like is this what because i will never breed i may never have sex again just to that's uh that's that's how it is bro they don't stop and then we're going around she's seeing everything she's having a great time she really did have such a good time and this might be the the first and only time in my life where i felt like a good person um for for doing something for someone else um she's complaining at one point she goes, this is bullshit. Like, I haven't gotten to meet any of the characters. You would think they would all be walking around. Because, you know, now she's a Disney expert. She's been there for three hours. Oh, I, sh- I should be able to see Pluto and Mickey. And the- and she's throwing a fit like she hasn't seen anyone. Two minutes later, she sees Stitch. Love it, Stitch. So, of all the people. So, she gets to meet Stitch. Gets a picture while he's dancing. At one point, he waved his butt at us because I guess that's how Stitch says hello. He does kind of. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so then she was so happy because she got to meet Stitch. She felt Stitch like she got the great. full experience because she got to meet a character. She had snacks. She had drinks. She got merchandise. And I was fucking exhausted. So now I know everything about being a parent. Yeah, I. it's true, though. Nothing you said was not true. That exactly... Is the experience of having a child at the park. It's just buying things nonstop, complaining because she wants to go here, this, that. Bro, you nailed it. I mean, this is what it's like. You see? It's not fun. No, and it's it's funny because uh, my buddy Brian Myers took his family to Disney this week. First time for them. And then we started comparing pictures we took. He's showing me pictures of his girls with Stitch and I'm sending him pictures pictures. of my mom with Stitch. So it's the same picture. It's basically the same thing. Uh, I love it. (laughs) But that's fun. That's look at you. He's such a good son. Yeah, I'm I'm the best. They call me a good son. That's what they call me. Did it feel good to hold that number one spot? Number one son for a little bit? So here, here's something. I'm going to drop a little inside info. So I have said for years when in my parents' house, they had a bunch of pictures up. There were about 14 photos of my brother. There was one of me, but it wasn't a photo of me. It was a photo that was put up only because it also included my brother. I said, now what I'm going to do is we took a bunch of pictures while at Disney I'm going to get them all blown up as big as possible, fucking poster size. And I'm going to ship them all to her new house because there is no fucking way she can possibly talk her way out of not hanging up at least one of these in her new house. Can't wait. Maybe all of them will be up. Maybe all. I should have my own room. You might have done such a good job with this Disney trip. You might get a whole wall, bro. Imagine. So we even I even got the, the professional photographer guy to take photos of us in front I of the castle. It. And then there's one where they told her, put your hand out because they like Photoshop, they digitally oh, edit like, like, like Tinkerbell or something. In, and it was uh, Tinkerbell. So they uh, put like Tinkerbell in her hand. Love it. So I had like a fucking 18 by 24 of them. <laughs> oh, you're killing it, bro. You're killing it. <laughs> you know, that's how you know the magic is there. Fucking tink in your palm. Come on now. That's awesome. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> Did she get her cookies? Yes. She was begging for cookies from Gideon's. Uh, remember a couple weeks ago, I put the video up on YouTube of uh, my friend Courtney and I going to Gideon's in Disney Springs. Well, I did have some cookies put to the side that I had in the fridge to keep them fresh. Unfortunately, they did not last as long as they needed to to be able to 
be brought to my mother's. So on the way down to pick her up, I had to stop, wait online for an hour, get new fresh cookies, which she was absolutely thrilled about. She loved these cookies. And she also told me that Courtney needs to take over my channel because she agrees with her opinions more than me. Oh, man. You just stay losing, Joe. My goodness. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, you got any any uh, new stuff on that feed this week? Oh, yeah. We got uh, a couple more coffee creamer reviews. The uh, Twinkies uh, creamer Ooh, is up. Nice. And uh, this past Monday, the uh, Golden Grams coffee creamer review is up. Mm. I'm hoping to have some more stuff done. I've got um, some Fruity Pebbles crisps. That I found in the store. Oh, yes. I've seen those. I haven't tried them yet. So I, I got a Gotta box. Be good. I'm trying to get my mom to do the video with me before she leaves. Oh, nice. That'd be good. Because uh, who doesn't want to watch my mom call me an asshole? Very it's, naturally. It's everyone's favorite time of year. <laughs> Joe's video with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I also got some, uh, some figures I want to uh, unbox and do some... Uh, unboxing reviews on so we'll check oh, them really? out i got some Ooh. wwe superstars figures oh interesting so, so those are the new ones that are in the style of like the 80s he-man figures but they're done not to be mesh the universe figures anymore they just the style out. just that they're big. just 80s style okay. so i've got a, a honky tonk man i've got a hollywood hogan to do so interesting yeah oh, so we're gonna take seen, a look at some of those, those. I'm going to check that out because I haven't seen those guys. They are Walmart exclusives. If you can find them. They've apparently proven to be very difficult to find thus far. That's all I hear from you guys is all your shit is hard to find. That's so crazy. Well, (laughs) you know what's not hard to find? I was on Whatnot last week with the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast because Broski was on the road. They needed someone to fill in. So they said, (laughs) hey, the best." So I got to come up with 10 items to sell. Someone bought the Captain Shoes game-used captain's hat. I autographed it. I put all the important dates that it was used for. Live 9, Live 11, the major PBR commercial, um, FWF Live 2. You know, inscribed it with that. I also sold the glasses that I used during the uh, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon commercial shoot. Somebody spent... $260 on that. They love their captain's shoes, bro. Come on. Do do you blame them? Because I am the overlord of over. Fuck out of here. I'm surprised it was so low, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I heard uh, Chelsea Green was complaining because she sold gear that didn't go for as much as my Uh, captain's. Tough, tough. Uh, I love it. And I love Chelsea. She's my love is blind buddy. Oh yeah, you guys watch that uh that shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm really over with the wives because we all watch Love is Blind. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, and The Bachelor. Mm, the Bachelor. That one, you know, I don't hear I don't hear a lot of Bachelor talk. No, I'm not a big Bachelor guy. Ba- the Bachelorette is more up my alley because yeah. it's guys acting like assholes. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, you you always watch The Bachelor, and you're like, I don't think any of these girls are pretty, so I'm not even going to watch. Yeah, that, that's the thing is, you know, I'm very superficial. It's like, these girls, <laughs> please. If you, if you made the show, my goodness. Ooh, Joe on The Bachelor, nothing better, bro. Me, me on, I see, I don't, think, I don't think I would do well on The Bachelor. No, 
No, I think right? you need more. You need you need something a little more sleazy. Yeah, because the Bachelor, you got to be like this. Oh, uptight. You know. Oh, yeah, I got to no. be on Milf Island or something. No. You got to be on something where you could be like, "Shut up, leave me!" Like just yelling at people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I just got to be able to like wild out and shit. That's it. Have a good time. I love it. Keep like, those applications in, Joe. Keep sending them in, please. No, One day. you know what? This is this is my the at this point it's become a bucket list item for me. I want to be on a horrible reality dating show. Has to this, happen. And there's so many of them now. There's got come on. You get on that show, forget about it. Instant star. They're gonna love this guy. And maybe that's when I get my Nickelodeon show finally, right? Nickelodeon. I don't know, but then you can't be too sleazy. You got, you know, you got to turn it down a little if you want to be on Nickelodeon. Why? Well, I mean, you, what are you gonna do on Nickelodeon? You gotta be like a father figure. It's the same stuff I would do anywhere. Just get slimed. <laughs> yeah, get slimed or do the sliming myself. So that's a good show if you're just running around with buckets of slime, just randomly sliming people. Yes, it'll I be like, like that. those. Um... Uh, who are those fucking funny white guys who do the show where they tell each other what to do? Oh, impractical jokers. Yes, it'll be like that, only it's just me telling myself to slime someone. Only it's a funny show. Um... Well, there's also that. I Listen, I tried. I, I know so many people who love it. A lot of my friends it. love it. I just, and it's I, fine. I, I don't know what it is. I'm also not a big prank guy like it's like yes. i'm not into that so kinda. i i know the big thing now has become like these tiktokers trying to like sneak up on people in home depot Shit. and like i i absolutely like if if someone tried that with me there was a like video a this week i saw there was a video i saw this week where it turned out the guy getting pranked was like a professional bodyguard <laughs> so he he basically turned around grabbed a kid in a waist lock um, judo threw him to the floor and then like started choking him out. And oops, my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I would have just kept fucking uh, paint washing that kid's face, like fucking That's Will it. Smith style, like just fuck around, find out, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like what a dumb motherfucker. No, those those pranks are always stupid. They walk up, you know, it's the nerdy white kid. They walk up to some black guy, say something stupid, and then they're running away. It's just a prank. It's like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just a prank, man. It's just a joke, man. It's just a joke. It's like, oh, okay. Well, people no, get this punished is for joke. jokes. This is a joke, too. Yeah. People get slapped for jokes. We saw it on the Oscars. It yeah. Happens. And if it, hey, apparently the Oscars is uh, behind the Super Bowl, the most watched whatever. So <laughs> now lots of people are going to be getting smacked. The ratings went up. They said the ratings went up from like five, six to seventeen million after the slap. Really? But it still was like one of the lowest Oscars of all time. Like one of the bottom three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it still did terrible. But think about that. Like twenty-five people were watching. Twenty-five million people used to watch the Oscar. Forty million people. They don't now. Sometimes if they get more. 10, yeah. If they get ten million, they're like, oh wow, we got ten million. But that's and we've spoken about that before. It's just TV watching has changed, and I don't think we're ever going to see those like massive numbers. Like unless it's something Only like a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl where people look at it as an excuse to like I don't know. Does anyone have Oscar parties anymore? I'm sure they do, but like I saw I, some people saying that 
they had, they were doing Oscar parties. I just uh, I feel like just the Oscars itself in the movie business is different now. Where like those movies that got nominated were used to be all big movies. Now they're all smaller movies that nobody ever sees. So mm. that doesn't help. You know this the the movie that won Coda Best Picture. This movie it's an Apple Plus movie. That's the only place really? you can see this movie. Yeah. They bought it from Sundance. This movie's been out for over a year. Like it came out early 2021. So I've been hearing about this movie forever. And it slowly got building and building and building. So it's crazy to see that it picked up this win. But yeah, it's on Apple Plus only. If you don't have Apple Plus, you cannot watch the Best Picture winner. And I don't think, is Apple Plus that big? No, people just have it because if you get an Apple product, they give you a couple months. like six months, yeah. So I had it. I think I had a year. I bought a thing. I got it for a year. And then I kept it because there's a couple things I watch on there. I so I recently got a new iPhone. And when I say recently, I mean within the past couple of months. Um, but like I got the email saying like, "Oh, here's your." And I was like, yeah. "I don't even want to sign up for this." I did because I was like, "Let's see what's on there." Plus Ted Lasso. I was like, "Oh, I'll finally watch this Ted Lasso show," you know. Mm-hmm. And so I kept it, and then I was like, "Oh, there's some stuff. There's a new show, Severance. We haven't started it yet." But uh, it's supposed to be good. It stars our man, uh, Adam Scott, a double main man, Adam Scott. Oh, okay. It's like a sci-fi kind of thing, like where you go to work and you only think about work. Mm-hmm. And you cross this thing and then you go home and you only think about work. You don't even know what you do yeah. for work. You know, you're just home. So it's like sci-fi. But obviously, I'm sure someone's going to remember something about what they're not supposed to remember. But it's supposed to be good. That's the show people are talking about, you know. Mm. Do you know what the uh, the the big thing last week was like the big release last week because every no. week there's something big that's on streaming or the movie theaters so halo there's a fucking halo tv show bro on paramount plus did you know that i mean i'm not surprised to hear you say it but i also <laughs> haven't heard anything about it don't you think you would hear that like halo used to be this thing i mean was it 10 years too late like this is like no one is talking about this show. I don't know if it's good, if it's bad. But no one, nothing. I, I don't know Paramount anything. Plus. What's on Paramount Plus? Exactly. What? I think I did. I, did I? I know, uh, like Paw Patrol's on there, so I know people like have signed up for that to get like the Paw Patrol movie. But I'm trying to think. Did I sign up for a movie? Because I don't. I don't have Paramount. I don't think. I think their thing is like they have like Nickelodeon stuff. Like that's their kind okay. Of, that's their yeah. selling point. If you have a child, you can watch I SpongeBob. Mean, I have like that. so little interest in Paramount Plus just as like I'm sorry at this point I'm not signing up for any more fucking streaming services. Uh, yeah, I uh, I agree. But Gomez, I do have a little follow up from last week Ooh. where we uh we spoke about the movie that made a name for itself by slandering good Italian people, Luca. <laughs> our uh, our good friend John Delena reached out and he said, us poor Italians, I feel your pain. That's why such great films like That's a Moray Cowboy must be made to put <laughs> us in a positive light. Not all Italians are in the mob or are sea monsters. Coming late 2022, That's a Moray Cowboy. Some families <laughs> like eating spaghetti while wearing cowboy hats. That's good. So I appreciate John reaching out and listening. John's always uh, been a big supporter, so we appreciate that. Yes, we've mentioned Oscars, the best animated feature Oscar 
had some movies that our double main man Joe had watched. Yes. Wasn't a big fan of any of them, not. really. Nope. Uh, he said Mitchell and the Machines was the best of the bunch, but wasn't even that good. It was okay. It was right? it was fine. It was fine. I, I didn't hate it, but I also when you're telling me the best, like sure. I, I, get it. I feel yeah. like I should be like, whoa, whoa. this was this was fun. Yeah. This was good. So there were two movies left that he hadn't seen. One was Flea, a foreign movie or something. It's we're not gonna watch that. No, but the we other not. was Raya and the Last Dragon, a Disney Plus movie. And uh, I'm excited because in this house we love us some Raya and the Last Dragon, bro. Well, you know what's funny? In this house we also love us some Woo! Raya and the Last Dragon. Love to hear it. Joe likes Asians, everybody. Woo! <laughs> So I said, I, I've watched all these other movies. They're all nominated. You're telling me Raya and the Last Dragon is nominated. Let me check it out. It's easy enough. It's on Disney+. Plus. Why wouldn't I check it out? And finally, we got like a fucking good movie. It's good. It's like an old school Disney adventure classic kind of movie. Yes. So it's it, good. It really, and it, the characters were engaging. I, the story was easy to follow, but in depth enough where it wasn't like, it didn't feel like pandering or talking down to the audience or trying to dumb anything down. Like it was just a good, solid story, good, solid movies, good characters. All the voice work was good. Not a lot of songs, right? There weren't really. I don't think there's any songs. It's it, like, it, yeah, yeah, that's where it was kind of different from you know your uh, typical Disney fair. Sure. But I was I when that was over, I was just like, ah, this was really good. Yeah. Don't you just want to ride that big roly poly guy? Looks like oh fun. my god, right? <laughs> and I like how when she's a young girl, he's like tiny and she uses yeah, him little. to like you know help this uh deactivate booby traps, and then like yeah. years later he's grown into like this old massive <laughs> so good. And so you like the dragon, the dragon wasn't annoying to you or anything. No, no, not what? at all. Like I really I got nothing bad to say about this movie in terms of characters or development or stories. Like I just it was a very good movie, and I don't understand how anyone could possibly put these movies against each other and say that Encanto was the best one. Yes, Encanto did win the best picture for animated at the Oscars. So, uh, Joe, you know, sorry, buddy. Encanto won. I feel if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Raya or the Mitchells. Like, I, I love Encanto. It's good, but I feel like I like those other ones maybe a little more. Yeah, more my well, speed. Raya and the Mitchells out of the four that I've seen were my top two. But even Raya, I think, was a big step above the Mitchells. Sure. I guess but, you know, uh, what you like. Speaking of Encanto, we got that performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno. <laughs> I haven't even shown it to Shiloh yet. I've like kind of forgot it. We told her Encanto won. She got excited. She saw the other song perform. She was singing, loving it. Bruno came on a little too late, and uh, we haven't brought it up. We don't talk about it here. Well, you, you shouldn't because it was horrible. They fucking remixed it. It wasn't even the song. Like, how do you do that? They added Megan the Stallion to do some rapping part, whatever. And then at the end, they're saying, we're here to celebrate Oscars. What do we do? Like, the, all the lyrics are changed to be about the Academy Awards and the Oscars. What? And she's talking because, like, Zendaya's, like, sitting near where she started her part. And she, like, includes Zendaya. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you do this? I have saw some videos online of kids just watching, like, what? 
the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> like, just like staring at the screen, like, but what am I watching? And uh, yeah, so she hasn't brought it up. I guess she forgot, and we don't talk about it. So <laughs> now we really don't talk it. about Bruno. You know, I, I like remixes. Like if they just added the the Megan the Stallion part, I wouldn't be so upset. But it's the just everything about it was changed. Like I, I don't mind adding some a little oomph to it, but oh. Fuck it, what a te- the Oscars, bro. See, they gave us a lot of shit to talk about the Oscars. They really did. And and I'm someone who didn't even I didn't watch the show. Like it's not like I even had it on my TV for even five minutes. And I know about all this stuff. Yeah. So maybe that's like the formula for next year going forward with the Oscars is just do a bunch of shit that people are gonna complain about, and at least people will talk about it. People also talking about the in memoriam. Did you see this? The only thing I've seen, I heard they did something different this year, but like the only thing I've seen was really that Bob Saget wasn't included. But I don't see that as a big deal because I don't think of Bob Saget as a movie guy. Sure, they do stuff like that, but they have done. I wonder if it's there might be some cutoff. He might be in next year's. I'm not sure since he died recently. Like if the Emmys come out and Bob Saget's not included, then like. You know, go fuck yourself. Yes. So what they did this year, instead of having some somber music playing and shit like that, it was kind of like church. It was like a celebration of life, like that kind of thing. So it was a bunch of uh, like choir, like a black choir clapping and celebrating and stuff like that. Oh. So obviously some people were a little like, what is happening? Also, I feel... Um, the directing of the Oscars was all over the place and like this clips on the screen of the dead people and they're like focusing on the dancing like the singing is one thing but focusing on the dancing is, is where I guess uh, I understand some people complaining but uh, yeah like they would be dancing and then they would stop and like uh, this guy Bill Murray came out talked about Ivan Reitman said a nice little thing and then he leaves and then it's just it was it was different. I don't mind it, but uh, you know, it's two Americas. We're reminded about that a lot uh, <laughs> this past weekend, and uh, they weren't happy. <laughs> so I don't feel like I missed anything. Then everything no. I got, I got in five minutes from Twitter. Always, I had it on because uh, I'm getting ready for my wrestling marathon for WrestleMania this weekend. So oh, I've been watching a lot. Of- let's talk about that. Yeah, so like uh, WrestleMania is coming up, and after WrestleMania, if you go to twitch.tv Mez Movie, I will be doing a marathon of the best of wrestling, bro. You're going to see the best of the best here, let me tell you. Woo! And this is going to run from 11 to when WrestleMania starts, 7, 8 o'clock, night 2. So it's a, we used to do this all the time when we all lived around each other. We did a 24-hour wrestling marathon that would conclude with WrestleMania. Now, because WrestleMania is a week-long show, (laughs) Gomez begins it with night one of WrestleMania. It concludes with night two. So everything in between, you can join in. Subscribe to Gomez on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mezmovie. And starting at the finale of night one, you could watch what what we watch, the kind of wrestling we like to see, the best that there is to give in pro wrestling. So twitch.tv slash mezmovie starting at the finale of night one of WrestleMania Saturday night. 
I don't want to oversell it, but I just want to say, if you're a wrestling fan, I cannot imagine you not having fun watching this marathon. That's I all think, I'm going to say. <laughs> see, I think that's where you're wrong, because I can see a lot of people not having fun. What? We're having a fun time, bro. Because fun to them is watching that, uh, uh, who's that boring motherfucker with the mustache? Bobby Fish throw fucking, you know, knees for fucking 15 minutes that mean absolutely nothing while while no one in the crowd gives a shit. A lot of people enjoy this fucking jerk off. And you know what? That's not the kind of wrestling anyone should like. So I'll say I enjoy that type of wrestling. Sure. Brian Danielson, my favorite. I love him. So I like wrestling. Um, But, you know, you're going to see some wrestling on the show. But for the most part, it's going to be angles and storylines and clips like that. But yes, we will watch. Some, there'll be some good matches where you're like, oh, that was a good match. But it's sprinkled throughout, you know. We're, we're trying to hit a certain type of audience. You know, <laughs> come on. We're going to have a yeah, good time. The audience of people who don't suck. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I've been watching most. I haven't really watched any movies or anything this week. I've just been collecting and getting stuff together. That's why I had the Oscars on because I'm like, I'll put this on while I'm just, you know. Doing my shit. Glad I did. But um, did I watch anything? We watched Euphoria. We finished season uh, two. We're up to date with Euphoria. The HBO uh, hit show. Season one, very good. I know it built an audience throughout the uh, pandemic and everything. And now it's uh, one of HBO's uh, top rated shows. Like the the show built. And I got to say, the show's crazy. I don't go crazy about the show like other people because... You know, I, like I said before, I watch a lot of crazy shit. So seeing some of the crazy shit on the show is like, all right, that's cool that they did it. But it's not like, oh, I can't yeah. believe it. But for most people, I get it. But uh, the show is crazy. The characters are crazy. I think uh, I think you would like the show, Joe. It's very... Now, sometimes you said season heavy. one was, was great. What about season two? Season two is good. But even uh, Zendaya had gave a warning before the show came out. She said, uh, you know... I know everyone likes the show. I just want to let you know. There are going to be some like big themes that could uh, it's, it's a little trigger rough. some people. Yeah. Yes, it gets a little rough because, like I said, the show is about it's no like it's no spoiler or anything. The show is about her character who is a drug addict who ODs, and the show is about her getting out of rehab and dealing with you know that life. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of drug use, and uh, a lot of crazy shit happens to this girl in this year. Uh, so I get it. It gets heavy at times, so it kind of kills your shit because it's just like it's like over the top, like kids partying and drama and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, this girl's like about to OD and shit like that. So it gets heavy. But I think overall the show is good. Great performances. I think if people haven't given it a shot, Euphoria is uh, it's a good time. Very interesting. I, I have been meaning to check that out as soon as someone re-enables my HBO access. I sent you a text. I know you've been busy now that you are home. I will resend the text <laughs> and we will get you going. <laughs> I've already sent text to other people. It We're is, ready. It is possible that I may have missed this text. No, you're busy. What are you going to do? I want you to reset everything. Trust me. We'll get you. Um, we'll get you right on. I really, I really didn't watch too much this week. I, I have been uh, busy with other stuff, but I do have some news. Ooh. And did you see Gomez? That Instagram, our beloved Instagram, has finally given us the option back to see things in chronological order. But but now I was gonna say, is this real? Is this real? You have to be able to find it. This it's us. like going on an Indiana Jones mission to find out like 
instead of a, a fucking golden idol or something, we're trying to find out where the button is to get chronological order back. I mean, because didn't Facebook do this too? With like, oh, you could you could do it. You could have it in chrono. I feel like I still I hit that button and, and I'm still getting, it goes back every time. It, yeah, yeah, it's it's 16 hours ago, three days ago, one hour ago, five. Like, what are we doing? So I have discovered that when you go to your homepage on Instagram. Okay, let's go to the homepage. Yeah, pull it up. Mm-hmm. So you're on the homepage. You see whatever the first photo is. It doesn't matter. And in the top left corner where the Instagram logo is. Yeah, it has a little thing. Tap the Instagram logo. Okay, it says following and favorites. So now you want to put following. So click following. Okay. And now you are in chronological order. Oh, interesting. So I got to do a whole step, huh? That ain't happening. <laughs> and and you got to do it every time. Oh, fuck that, bro. Come on. And when you go to the following page, now you lose the ability to be able to post or do anything from there. So if you want to do anything else, you have to go back to your favorites page. This is too much, baby. This is too much. So that's what they've given us. They've half given us chronological order back. Oh, oh my God. This is, this is no good. I'm not a fan of this. I will never do that again. And that's what they want. They they want everybody wants it, so they made it an option. That way, they can say they gave it to you. But at the same time, did they really? Fucking bullshit! Oh my goodness! I had some quick movie news, Joe. Oh, I love movie news. So, my favorite movie from last year, and I believe it was your number two, Godzilla versus Kong. So yes. good. Uh, they've announced that they will start filming a sequel at the end of this year, bro. Woo! I'm so excited. And uh, I, yeah, I'm excited about that too because I really didn't expect one. I mean, I guess I, I should have, but like, how do you? I don't know. Yeah. And then I saw this other thing about Godzilla. This like this just for me. They're doing a comic book series, a mini series with Godzilla. Takes on the Power Rangers, bro. What? <laughs> what? I cannot wait. A Megazord and a Godzilla. Zord versus Godzilla. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing! I can't wait. Now, can you believe that we never got another Power Rangers movie after that one from a few years ago? Now, because remember, think, we cause... came out of there. It, it flopped at the box office, and I think it did horrible in China. Was the biggest thing, right? Yeah, it did. But like. That. We both thought it was pretty good, like enough so that it kept us interested and wanted to see a sequel. I agree, but I think we were vastly in the minority, and that's never happening. Also, I think there was some kind of rights issue going on with things were being sold and stuff. I still believe they're still owned by the same people, but I think some kind of shit messed it up, and I think we're going to get a reboot soon well, of I was the Power say, Rangers. If, if you're going to do it, now's the time because they are pumping out New Power Rangers toys, like you can't fucking imagine right now. Lightning Yo, there's so many like, toys of Power Rangers. It's pretty crazy, dude. They they just uh they're doing like full heads, like you could get the the Lord Zed head that you could wear as a helmet. Like, oh my god, that's amazing, bro. Oh wow, like and all the figures coming out now are like really like highly detailed and articulated figures, like really good shit. Like, so if that's your jam. Like, people are going nuts. You know, 30-year rule. I always say it, the 30-year rule of collecting and nostalgia. 30 years from now, 
whatever kid is growing up with whatever they have now, 30 years from now, they may want to revisit that or rebuy stuff. And right now, Power Rangers is in that sweet spot. So people are going nuts with all new Power Rangers shit. It's dangerous to know. <laughs> that Lord Zed has you were a power you were a Power Ranger kid, right? I was. That was my like number one thing. That was my shit. I had all the toys. I had everything. You name it. Fuck. So I yeah, like for for years, those original figures were basically flea market finds, and now they're the prices on them are going through the roof. That's exactly where I got my shit. The flea market, bro. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly where I got a lot of my Power Rangers. Was at the flea market. Oh. I miss the flea market. So good. Get some pink lemonade, buy some knockoff jerseys. Uh, I used to be a big one for the the knockoff champion basketball jerseys. Get some bootleg uh, Bugs Bunny and uh, baggy clothes. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say Simpsons t-shirts. Bart Simpson. Bootleg Simpsons t-shirts were a big one. And then you'd have like the one or two... um, like baseball card vendors, and I would go with like I don't know eight bucks on me and try to just make it you know stretch it as far as I could. So good. Did you the, the knockoff Oakley sunglasses were a big one? Have you been to a mall lately? Because like those bootleg shirts are kind of back, bro. Like they're making Boot- these bootleg, but they're doing boot- it on purpose. They're like they're they're making shirts to look like bootleg shirts. Now yeah, it's but- become a thing. And there's, listen, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, do I need a a backwoods Bugs Bunny (laughs) fucking sweatshirt? (laughs) I remember when I was a kid, I bought one at like, I don't know, some store. But I had like, I saved up my money from doing whatever chores in the house. And at the time, I think it was the most expensive shirt I'd ever bought. It was bought. It was like 23 bucks. And I was like, I just, I have to have this shirt of Bugs and Taz. You know, in the baggy clothes, and then on the back of the shirt was them, like from behind. Like I was like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest fucking." That was shirt the coolest ever. shirt. That is. We're, we're gonna put that on our Instagram because if you don't know what shirt we're talking about, it's the iconic. That I know exactly what he's talking about. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, this would have been like I don't know, ninety one or ninety two, maybe ninety two. But I was just, at the time, I was like, and the thing was, like everybody had one. Like you had to have it if you wanted to be cool because everybody else had one. They were all over school. I remember seeing yep. them everywhere. So good. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking bootleg Looney Tunes shirt. God bless. Let me see. I got any other news here for you. I mean, I don't really... Uh, I, got, crazy. I got a question for you. Oh, you got a question? Yeah, let's, I got a question for you. If you, if you don't mind, uh, this, may, this may dig a little deep. I don't want you to get too personal. Sure. But uh, Gomez, were you able to get Rob Zombie and Mudvayne tickets? You know, let me tell you, son. I actually I had this. I totally forgot. So, uh, that next day that we talked about it, right? We recorded on Tuesdays. So I believe it was uh, Wednesday or maybe Thursday. Tickets went on sale Friday, but Wednesday I got a thing, a pre-sale because obviously you know I follow Mudvayne. I I get all the the juicy goss right from the the source. <laughs> I follow Mudvayne. Obviously, <laughs> I follow Mudvayne. <laughs> you know, I gotta get the 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 scoop right from the source, baby. So. They put out a, a link and there was a pre-sale. I said, "Oh, baby, there's a pre-sale. Let's go." So let me see. Um, so they're playing like places, like where there's like a lawn, like where you see. Yeah, festivals. you were saying like outdoor summer venues. So like there's seats and like the amphitheater kind of section, and then the back is a big lawn. 
you know, $40, you sit there, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably going to get those $40 seats because after looking, these seats were fucking expensive. And goddamn Ticketmaster and their damn fees, bro. Let me tell you something. Two tickets to see fucking Mudvayne and Rob Zombie, bro. $300 it's going to cost me. After fees. It's after fees. Holy this is crazy. shit. This is crazy. Like, what? <laughs> so, like, how much, how much am I supposed to do? How much am I supposed to spend when I want to go see Justin Bieber? Like, you know, like, this is fucking, like, what are we doing here? I'm obviously going, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the the fees, bro, I'm just angry about it. But I don't I'm, understand how, like, Ticketmaster, after all these years and all these people complaining and all this everything, how are they still able to get away with all this? I think because they just... Right, they got to get a fee, whatever, and uh, I don't know if they raise ticket prices, then people will complain. I just just think it's a no-win situation. I just think they need to do a little better. Maybe not take so much off the top. Maybe we only have ticket man. Is Live Nation still a thing? Like, do people buy tickets off of LiveNation.com? Like, I don't know. Like, Ticketmaster's got the got us by the ball, so we kind of we can't really do nothing. No, <laughs> just, but it's just. I mean, a lot of times. Be- because of their fees, you end up paying for a, a completely extra ticket. I was going to say, anytime you want to get a concert ticket, you have to have it in your head. Well, if I need one, I'm paying for two. If I need two, I'm paying for three. It's just insane that you're buying pretty much an extra ticket. It's just insane to me. It's unacceptable. And it's just in Ticketmaster fees. You know, and uh, my my favorite is like the building facility fee or whatever like no that's what the artist pays rent for they rent the place that's the building's facility fee why why is that 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 should be included in my ticket not be an additional fee on top of my ticket you know capitalism baby greedy 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 that's why these people when you go to supermarket they tell you to round up don't be rounding up bro they already paid that fucking thing don't be paying their tax for them yeah those people I don't do that no more. I always be like, oh, yeah, of course. Help the children. Yeah. And then you read just the nonsense that that means. In the words of our double main man, fuck them kids. <laughs> he ain't my double main man. <laughs> fuck that guy. We don't, we don't acknowledge him in this house, bro. Come on. We don't talk about Jordan. <laughs> Come on. I'm a New York kid in the 90s. Michael Jordan could fucking die. Fuck Michael Jordan. I don't care about Michael Jordan. I don't. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Who cares? Fuck this him. is an Anthony Mason house. This is it. Patrick Ewan, John Starks, baby. Come on. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, what I do else like you got, Gomez? I do like his sneakers. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, you know, uh, big movie this week coming out, Joe Morbius. Finally, finally. Oh, well, thank God we can finally get rid of this goddamn Morbius trailer. Coming, actually, it's uh, this guy. Uh, but the big news about Morbius is uh, this director went on the internet and just started dropping all the spoilers about the movie because apparently it's fucking dog shit. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? It's so bad that they're trying to drum up interest by explaining all the uh, multiverse elements of this movie. And boy, let me tell you, I'm still going to see this movie because I see stupid shit and I have my movie pass thing. So it's it's technically free to see this movie. 
But uh, boy, it sounds like we got a real fucking stinker, bro. Now this is a Sony movie, right? Yeah, so it shouldn't be a surprise. No, it shouldn't. But I'm also hearing bad early reviews for the Moon Knight show. I've heard some things about Moon Knight. Moon Knight also is this week, like, uh, Wednesday, I believe, tomorrow. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yes, I've heard. It starts off like okay, and then it kind of mm, not so good. I I just read something quick before we um, started recording, and it said the only thing redeemable from this show is Oscar Isaac's performance. That if it wasn't for him, the show would really be a complete waste of time. Wow. See, so like with Moon Knight, Moon Knight is a character. He's popular. I've always seen him around and heard of him, but I've never really read a Moon Knight. I've never had interest in Moon Knight. People talking like he's like no, and I'm the same way. But like when he got like first announced or that they were going to be doing something, I saw tons of people come out of the woodwork being like, yes, like Moon Knight now, like this is where we're at. Like people very excited about this. Yeah. And now the shit hasn't even hit the streaming yet and the reviews and not so good. <laughs> I mean, well, obviously we're going to check it out next week. Definitely. Why not? But uh, yeah, like I, I know nothing about the character except he has like uh, multiple personalities and, well, uh, I believe he is known as the White Knight of the Moon. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> I mean, his costume appears to be white to me. And I feel like Moon Knight is not just a name, but is a descriptor for who he would be. He has a moon on his chest. I know that. Yeah. Like instead of the Batman it, logo. It's like we spoke about last week with the Buffalo Sabres logo. It's a buffalo with sabers. It's perfect. It tells you everything you need to know. That's um, that's a great logo. I looked at it again after you mentioned it. I'm like, you know, that's just – it's a great logo. It's like this is it. We're the Buffalo Sabres. Boom. Here we Boom. go. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> you know, when they say don't judge a book by its cover, why not? It tells me everything. Buffalo Sabres. They say that. People say that too much, but come on. You should always judge a book by You itself. should always judge everything, everybody. I do judging, judging at all times. <laughs> Call me Judge Reinhold because I'm out here casting opinions. Casting opinions. <laughs> oh, episode two eighty nine, casting opinions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a show! What a show! <laughs> Oh, you got anything else for us, Joe? I just let's hit some music. <coughs> it is now time for the big finish. <laughs> All right, Joe, it's time for the big finish here. So I just grabbed this big finish, and now it reminded me of the big news story of this week. Um, Taylor Hawkins died of Foo Fighters. Pretty fucking yes. crazy. Like with with, uh, with more drugs in his system than I've ever even heard of. It happened right before they were set to take the stage. In, Pretty fucking it, crazy. In Colombia? In Colombia, yeah. They were doing the uh, South American tour over there. They were supposed to do like Lollapalooza, Brazil, some bullshit. And uh, pretty crazy. Uh, I love the Foo Fighters. And uh, 
it, the death kind of hit me hard because I wasn't expecting to be like sad about it. But seeing everyone talk about it, and I had just read the Foo Fighter book, it was like, uh, I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of really sad. I kind of think uh, the Foo Fighters, I don't see them continuing. You know, like I can't really see Dave Grohl doing this band without Taylor. I can. They've had so many guys, like we said that with Pat Smear too. And Pat nah, but and I mean, back. to have him lose another bandmate, I think is like really, like it's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, so like that kind of got me sad. Like I love the Foo Fighters. and I do. Um, once again, they're never a band that I consider like one of my, they're not one of my go-tos. Like I don't just think like, oh, let me listen to some Foo Fighters today. But like whenever they pop on, I'm like, Oh, nice. The Foo Fighters. So, yeah. Uh, the Big Finish, the reason I, I was reminded of it, is uh, top three Nirvana songs. Oh. And they've been in the news lately because uh, they had a number one hit song because of the Batman. <laughs> it went, oh, uh, my God. Is that number one now? It didn't. Go, it, uh, it became their number one stream song. And uh, I know it was on the charts. I don't think it made it up to number one uh, officially, but it's a big hit all of a sudden, you know, 30 years later. It probably wasn't that big of a hit when, because that's no. on Nevermind, right? Yes. It's like, yeah, know, that would have been the, like 92, uh, 91, 92. Yeah. yeah and probably, like, 92. Towards the end, of, it's like towards the end of the album. And I mean, yeah, I was going to say it's like <laughs> a, probably the last track on the album or something. something I haven't like listened that. to Nevermind in a, in a long time, but yes. So uh, here we go. Top three Nirvana songs. Here we go. I was a big Nirvana guy for for a, a long time, like during my high school years. I never was. I liked them. I never loved them. I was more Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. That was more my speed. Oh, see, I wasn't at all. Like, I never yeah. really liked Alice Pearl Jam. in Chains. Like, of all like that grunge, like Nirvana was like my least favorite of all of them. Like, I liked everyone a little oh, more. See, I liked everyone else less. <laughs> yeah, I get it though. Listen, I don't hate them. I like some of their, you know, I like their songs, but love their songs. You know, I love they had a song on the Beavis and Butthead experience. Uh, I hate myself and I want to yeah, die. Yeah, I hate myself and I want to die. Love that song. They also had a bunch of like, uh, remember like before you just had the internet, you had imports. They always yes, had these. My like, friend was a imports. huge Nirvana fan. He would go to the thing and he'd spend $40 on this crazy rare Nirvana. Yeah, it was a European import just so you could get the Marigold song or something. Yep. I remember when they released... Uh, was wishes from the muddy banks or whatever uh from the muddy banks of the wish car yes and so when they released that it was like a new song was on there people were losing their minds so i get it nirvana pretty big deal um so what else did i like i love um in bloom i like in bloom uh, you know uh drain you was always one of drain my favorite good. nirvana songs i always like drain you um then um, about a girl, about a girl was actually on their first album on Sub Pop Records before they had really hit it big. Yeah, uh, it was Bleach was the name of the album. But about yes. a girl has always held up as one of my favorite Nirvana songs. <coughs> I actually love the Bleach version, um, but I assume more people would know it from the Unplugged album. Yes, I love the man who sold the world. I love their version. I th I love it more than the Bowie. I love me some Bowie, but. I just love uh, I love Kurt's voice on that. I just love uh, what they did. So I guess that's my third. Hate myself, wanna die. 
uh, In Bloom and The uh, Man Who Sold the World. If yeah, I so I, I'm going to go Drain You. I'm going to go About a Girl. And then I'm going to throw something a little more, a uh, uh, little less known, I guess, is... Um, uh, let's go with... Uh, uh, it's probably not less known, but Lithium. I love Lithium. Lithium's I don't good. think I don't think people think of it as like a top Nirvana <laughs> song a lot of times, but I've always liked it. There you go. Top three Nirvana songs. Not bad. Not bad. I'll tell all. you which song I've always thought was overrated, and it <coughs> is a very popular Nirvana song, is Come As You Are. It's okay. I've never, Talk- like it's, yeah, it's there. Always got a lot of radio play, and i Every time I would hear it, I'd be like, oh, why didn't you play the other Nirvana songs that I like a lot more? Heart Shaped Box. I know people love that song. Mm-hmm. I remember the video. Like The video was very, it was like claymation-y kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, you Know You're Right was the song you're talking about from uh, the Muddy Banks of the Wishka. Yeah. Uh, that's one I like. Um, Aneurysm. Great song. Yes, good song. Love that one a lot. Polly. Yep. There's some songs. Did you see? Where, where uh, did you sleep last night? No, that's no, very no. good. Yes. Did you see Weezer put out an album? They got this <sighs> concept where they're putting out an album every season, spring, fall, so, all that stuff. <laughs> let's talk about this for a second. Sure. I Weezer was probably one of my favorite bands, band, if not bro. the favorite band, yes. for a very long time. Current Weezer, I do not claim as my Weezer. Current Weezer is like. You maybe get one song that you you don't hate on the album. I feel like I don't. The past couple albums I haven't hated, but I haven't liked either. Like they're okay. Like I thought the Van Weezer one was cool. Like it was different, more rocky. Yeah. They had the one where they just play like string instruments. I didn't like that one too much. I think there was one before that I liked. They put a lot, a lot of fucking content, Weezer. Like Weezer's they really. Got, Weezer has albums, so many bro. fucking albums that you can't even imagine it. Especially if you were, if you were a Weezer fan like I was back in the day during like yeah. you know ninety four or whatever, like when the Blue album first came out, and then they came out with Pinkerton pretty pretty soon after. But then they don't come out with a fucking third album for like six years or or whatever it was, if not more. And now all of a sudden they come out with a new album basically every month. If you look at their discography, it is. Fuck, it's like a scroll. It's it's the the thousand and four moves of Jericho right now. It's unreal. They and have 17 albums, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. With another three left to come out this year. Yes, just three this year. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. So at the end of this year, Weasel will have 20 albums. And that's just crazy to think about. But I feel like that's all artists now. I think because it's so easy to release this music. Well, that was going to be my my next. Uh, I was going to pose the question to you: Is it just that because we have downloadable methods and streaming and all that, you don't necessarily need to be on a big label anymore to get any kind of distribution? No, I feel like all these bands that we listen to, they never stopped doing music. Like Corn, Corn has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen albums. Corn? Yes, they never stopped. You know what I mean? Like these bands, they just never stopped. Marilyn Manson's probably got like the same amount too. This guy never stopped putting out music. Like we stopped listening to. I used to love Marilyn Manson. After like album five, six, I was like, I'm good. 
But this guy's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's got twelve albums. That's a lot of albums. For Marilyn Manson. You know, like I feel like if we look at Alice Cooper, he's probably got like twelve albums. This guy's been around for 40, 50 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, the Beatles, where they put out four four records, like yeah. it's crazy. I was gonna say the Rolling Stones were still they're still touring, probably. <laughs> and like when was the last time they put out like a, a original album? Probably no. 1965. I think they put out something a couple years ago, like, but even that is like in my head, it's a couple years ago. It's probably like 10 years ago. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like music, man. It's it's good. Like if you if you into it, it's it's good. Oh, unbelievable. The things we learn through this podcast. Let me tell you something about this episode of this podcast. We fucking went this way, that way. We fuck what an episode, bro. Talk about buffet. We were everywhere. Today. I think this is what people for the people who do listen, that's what they like about us. The fact that we yes. have the ability to skip around and and cover a little about a lot. You know, we don't have to focus on a movie or a TV show, even though it seems that that's what we do a lot of times. I mean, last week we spent 15 minutes talking about drank. <laughs> mm, man, I have to go this week. Uh, it's Mr. Ball, my dad's birthday. We're gonna go to Don Pep's in Queens, gonna take the trip out there, do a little eating down but, the block from my old house. Yes, and even though I'm gonna eat like a king there, I have to go to New Park and bring <laughs> home a pie and some drink for WrestleMania. I yeah, to. yeah. I need snacks for WrestleMania. Why not have <laughs> fucking the best? Now, can I tell you something? Don Pepe, literally down the block from where I grew up. You never been? I have been, just okay. not a big fan. I think maybe I went once. I don't know. I don't remember it. I think I the ha- food is very good. My problem is I hate family style. I also hate cash only. And, I, and cash, cash only. Yeah. I fuck like I gotta come with a water. Well, that's, cash. remember, New Park is cash only. <clears throat> yes, but that's pizzerias do that. It's like here's your twenty leave. But when I'm spending fucking four hundred dollars on a steak dinner, it's a yeah. little different, uh, you know. But uh, I I don't know. Like I just uh, I family style is okay. If if you got a family that just like we're just getting everything. If they just like, mm-hmm. if you get tons of dishes, but sometimes you go with people and it's like, Oh, we just want one thing, one thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you on that table got 10 dishes, it's not so bad. I, I just prefer to order what I want. Yes, that what way I, I know want. I'm getting yes. what I want. I agree. You know, yes. I, I don't want to be at the mercy of someone who goes, Oh, well, I don't really want the chicken parm. I want the three cheese ravioli instead. And it's like, yo, I just, I just want my fucking chicken parm. bro. Like, don't ruin this for me. I got it. So yeah, so I'm excited. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get some drink this week. Mm. Can't Very wait. excited for you. Very excited. And to the rest can. of you, remember this weekend following WrestleMania Night One, twitch.tv slash mezmovie. Join us for sweaty men in tights from the end of night one to the beginning of night two. It should be streaming all fucking day. If that's what you're into, come join us. Um, you don't have to be there for the whole time. I no, you know pop normally, in and out. Pop in and out, and you're going to see, listen, Gomez puts together a really good smorgasbord of actual good wrestling matches, cool promos, funny moments, so you get a little bit of everything. It's just like this podcast. You get a taste from each tray, and it's not family style. Actually, it is family style because you're at the mercy (laughs) of what Gomez wanted to put on there, so family style is your thing. (laughs) 
This is the place for you, family style. <laughs> Otherwise, remember to follow us on all the social media at Jomez. Send us any questions, comments, concerns to any of those, and we will check them out. Remember to be subscribed to this podcast. Leave a review if you can, please. It does help us out. And follow me at the Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And remember to subscribe to my YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. That would be a lot of fun. Otherwise, that's Samore, cowboy. See you next week. <laughs>